Good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome to the Southside Beats. My name is Chris Halleck, and uh, not joining me today is Corey Christen, who is on his way to Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. Um, yes, we're late today. I already see some comments popping up about how we're late. We're a few minutes late, and that's because we're all doing work because when the owner talks, it's news. And so uh, <laughs> Art Rooney II uh, addressed... Um, uh, addressed reporters, a handful of reporters on the South side today. Uh, it was not a press conference, by the way, this is, uh, he, he always addresses the media in this setting. Um, uh, one time per year. Uh, it's not the only time he addresses the media. He also addresses the media reporters like during owners meetings to answer stuff about stuff about like league meetings and stuff. Uh, so we get clarification on rule changes or anything else that's going on with the team. Um, uh, but this particular setting, he does this once per year. Uh, it's a handful of reporters, usually one from each outlet. Um, and so uh, DK was uh, obviously there for us today. I was there the year before. Dale, whenever he worked for DK, he was there before. Uh, so uh, when he talks, people listen. And so uh, because it's the... Uh, Mike in Texas asks anything breaking. Uh, I wouldn't say anything breaking, but absolutely check out uh, our feed, our Steelers feed on DKPittsburghSports.com. Maybe not right this second because you're tuning in here live on YouTube, um, but uh, already have DK's initial takeaways in there. Some stuff you get his thoughts on Kenny Pickett, his thoughts on Mike Tomlin, you know, thoughts about an extension. Uh, some some stuff that you're going to want to hear what the owner has to say. Uh, why why Mike Tomlin's still the guy? why he's still the coach, why give him an extension. Uh, that's stuff you want to hear from the owner. Um, and then we're going to have a full transcript up, uh, you know, later this afternoon on, uh, on DK Pittsburgh sports.com. You're going to get to see every question that was asked, every answer you'll get to see that. So, um, but there was one thing that art did say that I can kind of go in here. And this is what I really wanted to kind of open with. Uh, based off of not just that, but also what we saw yesterday and who's in the Super Bowl. It's Chiefs, it's 49ers, Patrick Mahomes, six seasons as the uh, Chiefs starting quarterback. And he has made it as far as the AFC Championship every single one of those seasons. And now he's about to play in his fourth Super Bowl with a chance to win his third. And the one thing that Art Rooney did say when it came to importance for the Steelers to compete in 2024. It said something, he said something along the lines of better quarterback play. And I've hammered this home on this show quite a bit. And I really am going to, if, if you're get, getting tired of me beating that horse to death, you're going to have to deal with it for another day. The answer is very simple. If you want to compete in this league, you got to have a quarterback and not just a good quarterback a really, really, really good one. Um, I did a little bit. This isn't, I don't even say digging, but you just, I went back and looked at some of the numbers. There's been 57 Super Bowls played. 28 of the quarterbacks that have won, 28 of those Super Bowls, I'll put it that way. 28 of those Super Bowls have been won by quarterbacks who are already in the Hall of Fame. So more than half or half. Half. Can't do math. Just less than half. Then, then you account for Corey. I, I didn't get a chance to make a full list here, but then you account for 13 more 
13 more that were won by, hold on a second, uh, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, all guys who are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Undoubtedly in the Hall. Oh, and Patrick Mahomes. Sorry, Mahomes in there too. So Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, all guys who will be in the Hall of Fame. No arguments here. 13 more. So that's 41 Super Bowls out of 57 played, 56 played. I can't do math. 57 played. Jeez. Super Bowl 58 is what's coming up. 57 Super Bowls. 41 of them have been won by quarterbacks who are either in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame. They're just the only reason that those other guys aren't in is either because one of them is still playing or the other ones can't be voted in yet. That's not even counting and and that's not even counting guys like who that that's Bad brings up is Eli Hall of Famer. I don't think so, but he's one of those guys that you can at least make a legitimate argument for. Right? And then you're accounting for those guys who won. Eli won too. Russell Wilson, he you can make a legitimate argue for him. There are other guys along that track for those other 16 Super Bowls that I haven't accounted for yet. Do you see where I'm going with this? 41 of 57 Super Bowls have been won by quarterbacks who either in the Hall of Fame or will be undoubtedly in the Hall of Fame. You got to have a quarterback if you're going to win in this league. The guy, the, the chances of you winning, and, and, and if there's anybody, if there's any a time that we can learn that you got to play the percentages after watching last night's debacle with the Lions, you got to play the percentages, man. Going and trying to win a Super Bowl without a without a a really good quarterback, without a quarterback that you could probably make a decent argument for the Hall of Fame for. You, you either better have an all time great defense on the other side, you know, when you talk about okay, well Trent Dilfer won one, yeah, two thousand Ravens is one of the greatest defenses of all time. You know, even if you don't think Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer, twenty thirteen. Seattle defense is one of the greatest defenses of all time. You know, you got to have a quarterback if you're going to win in this league. You just have to. Or build an all-time great defense. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Robert brings up Trent Dilfer. Hey, listen, again, just because it doesn't it hasn't happened every single time, again, play the percentages. I just listed, I just gave you 41 to 57 Super Bowls. Let me do some fast math for you there. Fast math. 41 divided by 57. 72% those Super Bowls. Nearly three out of every four Super Bowls have been won by a quarterback who is either in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame. Play the percentages. Got to have a quarterback. And so that then in turn leads to how do the Steelers get a quarterback again? Is Kenny Pickett the guy? So from what we've seen so far, no, he's not. But, you know, who knows what a what a what a new offensive coordinator could do to unlock something in Kenny Pickett. He's got the clutch gene. We know that we've we can see that that's quantifiable. And so here's the thing here. This is what happens when you bring this Rick. And I'm not I'm not I'm really not taking a shot at you. Um Rick brings up, so you think Brock Purdy will be in the Hall of Fame? Well, first off, the 49ers need to win. Okay. 
for Brock Purdy to be on the list of quarterbacks. But again, even if Brock Purdy wins, I mean, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. You know, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. I mean, just because a quarterback won a Super Bowl doesn't mean he should automatically be etched in the Hall of Fame. But then again, when you continue to look at the overall numbers throughout the history of this league, and especially here lately, you get the occasional Nick Foles type season. Yeah, it happens. Is it the norm? No. Why does it seem like the NFL has a, a worse parity problem when it comes to who competes in their championship games or championship series than baseball? When's the last time we had a repeat of a World, a World Series rematch? I I think you got to go back pretty far in order to find one. And here we are, Chiefs 49ers. They just they just faced each other a few years ago. Uh, th- th- this is uh, why do you think that is? Why do you think that 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 why do you think we saw the Patriots dominate for as long as they did? It wasn't just because of Bill Belichick. Tom Brady was the reason. Say what you will about Brady, about the flake gate, all this kind of stuff. You don't win as many rings as he did without being a, an all-time great quarterback. You got to have a quarterback if you're going to win. Patrick Mahomes, that's why the Chiefs are the new Patriots. I saw somebody on social media say they can't stand the Chiefs now because now they're the new Patriots. They're there every single year. Man, I just... Hodge, I'm trying to think of the last time the Yankees even made it to the World Series. Oh, <laughs> nine. I don't think they've even made it since 09 when they won last. Um, is it is it the automatic rule that if you have an all time great quarterback that you're going to win a Super Bowl? No, I mean yes, there I mean, there are Dan Marino, all time great quarterback, never won one. You know it happens. But does it greatly increase your chances of winning one? Absolutely. If the Steelers of the 1990s had anything better than Neil O'Donnell, they would have won a Super Bowl. They had a great defense, a good enough defense to win. And quarterback play is what was their undoing at the end of the day. You got to have a quarterback. It's just it's just the way it's the way it is in this league, especially nowadays with the way quarterbacks are, are protected, with the way the league is is skewed towards offense. You gotta have a quarterback. Or, you know, and, and Mark brings this up here. Screw Kirk, screw Kirk Cousins, throw that money at, at Legarius Sneed. Get build an all-time great defense. That's the only other way you're gonna be able to do it. That's been the really like if you look through Super Bowl history, that's been, you know, I think of 2000 Ravens, 02 Buccaneers, um, 2013 Seahawks. But then again, I, I don't want to take anything away from Russell Wilson. I think is I think overall he's a he's a good he's a good quarterback and, and will be in kind of that upper tier, maybe not quite Hall of Fame, but um, but still, you know, 2013 Seahawks were all time great defense. I mean, again, you you can. I mean, shoot, Jim McMahon won a Super Bowl, but we also we all know that the 85 Bears defense was <laughs> they're the reason why they won. You know, you have those occasional teams every now and then. So again, if the Steelers can if, if the Steelers can can win, 
you know, can can build an all-time great defense and win that way, then yeah, try it that way. And maybe that's the better way to go. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, you can try to build off of what they have with Joey Porter Jr. Get another all, you know, shut down cornerback, you know, make it Fitzpatrick's there, TJ Watt, you know, best defensive player in the game. Maybe they can do that. I, I just don't again. You want to increase your chances, figure out a way to get, and, and, and listen, I'm not saying that's like, oh, well, that's just the easy thing to do. You know, let's go get a hall of fame quarterback. No, that that's not an easy thing to do, but I'm just trying to put this in the perspective of, listen, this is where the Steelers are right now. Like if you want to get, if you want to see, if you want to see the Steelers get back to where they can realistically compete for a Super Bowl on a year in year out basis, they're going to have to eventually hit on a quarterback. They're going to, you're going to need to root for Kenny Pickett to be the guy and, and, and or Kenny Pickett to be like a, a, the next Josh Allen to have the first two years of being, um, and then three, year three just explodes or that they can re-sign Mason Rudolph. And then he comes back. And for some reason, that time that he had to learn the game better from the sideline helped unlock something. And all of a sudden he's one of those type, you know, one of those type of quarterbacks where he turns into a Geno Smith or perhaps even better, and now he all of a sudden is a good enough quarterback to be able to lead a team. Jared brings up a good point here, and it's honestly one of the reasons why I think Tom hasn't won as often. Steelers are just cursed in the AFC, dealt with 20 years of Brady, now 20 years of Mahomes. Nothing you can do when you face an all-time great, all-time great quarterback on a year-in, year-out basis. Nothing you, I mean, there's teams probably felt the same way when the Steelers were dominating in the seventies, they won four Super Bowls in six years. And it's because not only did they have a future hall of fame quarterback, they had the greatest defense of all time. They had the steel curtain defense. I mean, they literally had the stars aligned. That's 74 draft will never happen again, ever. (laughs) It's just, you know, you know, other teams are like, what the heck did we do? I mean, John Madden, all-time great coach. Raiders, all-time, you know, could have been an all-time great team. Dolphins were great back then. You look at all the teams, you know, the Bills. Look at all those great teams back then. They were like, man, we can't compete with these guys. They got all this talent on offense and on defense. And they're going up and they're shutting down the America's team Cowboys. You know, they're shutting down all those guys. You know, it's not. But that's where the Steelers are now. It's probably one of the main reasons why Mike Tomlin hasn't won more than a Super Bowl. Because he's had teams that have been good enough to win outside of when he when he did win in 08. That 2010 team was good enough. That 2017 team was good enough. Sucks what happened with uh you know what happened with uh, Ryan Shazier, obviously. But yeah. And so again, I put all this into, into the perspective of okay, this is where. And yes, Mark Mark brings up a good point. Also, Chris, there's no free agency either in the 70s. Yes, the the game is very very different nowadays. Um, the game is very very different, and so you have to figure out a way in today's day and age to find a quarterback. And you know, sounds like the Steelers are committed to Kenny. Not so much so that it's like no matter what. 100% Kenny Pickett's the guy in 2024. If they can re-sign Mason Rudolph, then maybe he comes in and wins a, a pure competition in, in training camp, and Mason Rudolph's the guy. You know, maybe they 
throw caution to the wind. Things, you know, strike out with Mason and they throw caution to the wind and they say, screw it. Let's get Kirk Cousins. No, I, I, I don't know. But either way, if you want to win, look at the way the game has been won during the Super Bowl era. Uh, Chris Cushman asks, what are we doing with Cam Hayward? Cam says he's playing. So that's what I would think. Now, in terms of what his cap hit's going to be, obviously he's due for a, a $22 million cap hit. Um, that's quite large. Um, there are different ways to get that cap hit to lessen. The most obvious uh, choice there is to sign him to an extension uh, so that it can you can kind of spread out uh, the money over multiple years. You can't restructure anything right now because in order to restructure a contract, you have to have additional years left to add on to, to, to spread that money out, you know, to turn it into a signing bonus and spread that money out. So he only has one year left. You have nowhere to defer that money. So you can't restructure. You'd have to sign him to an extension. Um, that's the most, uh, likely scenario, I think in terms of lowering his, uh, uh, his cap hit so that the Steelers can have a little bit more cap room. Uh, Corky's research says Mason, hundred percent Kirk costs too much. He probably will cost too much. I, I don't, I don't see as much as I personally would love to see the Steelers hire Clint Kubiak, which, you know, that won't be able to be even interviewed. I think they could do a virtual interview like this week, possibly. I don't see that happening because Mike Tomlin and Omar Connor are going to be in mobile for the senior bowl. Um, but as much as I'd like to see Clint Kubiak and Kirk Cousins reunite, you know, and and you know, with the Steelers as you know offensive coordinator quarterback, I, I don't see that happening. I, I think Kubiak is a potential hire, but um, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, again, I think he will be too expensive. Um, there, there's probably going to be other options of, and plus, if the Steelers are that committed to Kenny, where they're not going to bring in a guy who's going to supplant him, they're going to bring in a guy to provide competition. That's not what Kirk Cousins is going to come to do. If Kirk Cousins is signed somewhere, he's going to be signed somewhere to start. Um, let's see. Uh, William McDuffie says uh, Mason is the only one to re-spark uh, re the Steelers way. Um, if it even need needs to be re-sparked. Um, I don't know if it needs to be resparked. I mean, definitely on the offensive side, you got to find you got to find leaders. You got to find guys who are who are willing to um, willing to set an example that the that the jersey is uh, that the that the jersey you wear is a lot more important than the name on the back of it. Um, uh, Steven says the Vikings can make uh, Mason an offer. Yeah, I, I mean Mason's going to have his suitors. Uh, you know. I, you could go back and watch the interview with, uh, you know, Ramon had with, uh, with Mason Rudolph. Um, you know, he's, he's going to go into this free agency period and he's, he's going to do what's best for him and, and, and best for his family and everything like that. And, um, you can't blame him. I mean, I, if that means Pittsburgh, then it means Pittsburgh, but it just depends, man. It, it depends. I, if there's another team that's willing to offer him a, a legitimate contract and or even the the opportunity to to really have a, a strong shot at starting, you know, over just hey you're gonna be able to compete for it, you know, that might be a, a more attractive option. So, 
there will be suitors for Mason. I don't know if there will be a lot of suitors in terms of here's a starting quarterback job, Mason, based off of four games. I don't know if you'll see that, but will you see a team that's absolutely interested to give him a, uh, a you know a contract to be at least you know a, a surefire number two? Hundred percent. There will be that. Oh, let's see. Let's get to some of your comments. I, I can't stay on for too long. I got a couple things I got to wrap up before I go pick up my kids from school. So, um, but I definitely want to uh, uh, get through some of your comments. Uh, Steven asked, uh, in your opinion, do we be do we bring Pat P back? Um, at his current price, I don't think so. I might, you know, I could be wrong. Anything that I answer is more on the conjecture side because I'm not there. I'm not talking with the guys, you know, in the organization regularly. Um, so I would love to to be able to answer that a little bit more, you know, honestly and, and a little more clear. Um, but I just I can't quite. But based off of conjecture at his current price, I'd probably say no. Um, perhaps, maybe, but I don't think so. Um Let's see. Um, Barbara says fatherhood first. Absolutely, man. Those kids can't get home from school on their own. <laughs> I mean, they can, but with the bus. But with the with the way things with schools work nowadays, you have to have them signed up and you know donate a gallon, you know, a pint of blood, and um, you know, do all these different jump through all these loopholes, man. You you wouldn't believe just just to go. My my wife and I just had lunch with my daughter at school last week, and just to do that, the things you got to do nowadays. Like I get it; it's all about you know protecting the kids and kids safety. I'm all for that. Um, but man, it's uh, it's not as easy as just walking into the school, signing in a visitor thing, and saying I'm going to go have lunch with my kids. Not that easy anymore. Um, <laughs> there's some really not nice things about Kirk Cousins in there. Um, that's fine. Um, <laughs> back in my day, Chris, Hey man, I'm starting to get to that, to that age already. And listen, I'm not, I don't like, okay, I'm 36 years old. I'm in the older, older half of the millennial generation. Um, so I, 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 uh, I don't feel like I'm old until I say certain things like, it's not that way anymore. The way it was for me in high school, like man, my high school reunions coming up and Next year, my 20 year reunion is coming up next year. Um, <laughs> JM, welcome, buddy. He says he became a member. Welcome. Uh, glad to see William. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Lori, thank you very much. Oh my god, you're not old. Thank you so much. I'm not old, I'm in my mid 30s, man. Just because I got a little salt in my pepper doesn't mean that I'm old. Um, Mark says if uh, we need to draft, if we're bringing a new quarterback, that is the best way to do it to, I mean, when we're, when you're looking at, um, you know, getting a, you know, a potential hall of fame quarterback, um, yeah, the, the draft is always the best way to go. You gotta, you gotta be able to, to find that guy in the draft. Would you love to be able to have that top five, top 10 pick in order to get one? Absolutely. You'd love to get that, but you know, you can get one at any round, you know. Yeah, 
your percentages are a lot lower when you're not picking, you know, that high and the Steelers don't ever pick that high. Even the last time they got one, they, you know, that was the uh, 11th overall pick when they took Ben in, in the 04 draft. Um, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. The draft is the best way to go. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, you, you hope you take a guy like Kenny Pickett at 20, you hope that he develops into something. And then if it doesn't happen, you just hope that you avoid like the Cleveland Browns way of (laughs) get drafted quarterbacks where it's quarterback after quarterback, after quarterback, after quarterback, and then just nothing just, it's just, it's throwing darts at a dartboard that, that, but the dartboard is 500 feet away and you're in a 500 foot room. That's pitch black. <laughs> that's what, it, that's what it was like for the Browns for a long time. Um, Spy guy says, I think the Steelers roster needs to get younger, but still talented. I, I agree with that to a certain point. I think, I do think they need to start getting, more they definitely need to start getting younger on the defensive side of the ball a lot of their talent on on the offensive side is pretty young i mean a lot a lot of those guys i mean shoot Najee, jalen deontay not no sorry not deontay Najee, jalen pat george all on rookie contracts and then if you want to include kenny in that obviously kenny rookie contract broderick jones rookie contract um uh, Darnell Washington, rookie contract, Connor Hayward, rookie contract. I mean, you got a lot of guys on that offense that are on rookie contracts right now. Calvin Austin, um, lots of guys who are, who are young, you know, uh, and Deontay, even though he's, he's now on a second contract, it doesn't mean that he's old, you know, he's still got, you know, several years where he can be a very productive receiver. Um, so, they do need to get younger on the defensive side of the ball. They need to make sure that they that the next major playmaker they get on the defensive side of the ball is, is, is at a young age. Because when you look at their major playmakers, going into last season, their top three undoubtedly were TJ, Minka, Cam. We all knew Cam was on the uh, is is on the back nine of his career, but shoot, man, like. Up until last year, up until this past season, you had no reason to think that Cam was going anywhere. You know, injuries, you know, obviously had a big impact on that. But at his age, you have to wonder, like, how well does the body hold up? Minka and TJ, you know, they, they've still got, you know, probably five, six years where they can be very, very, very good players. I mean, they are in their primes right now. So they still got time, you know, but that time's going to run out pretty quick, you know? Um, yeah, they, they, they do need to get, and maybe Keanu Benton's the next guy. Maybe Joey Porter Jr.'s the next guy, you know? And maybe the next guy, shoot, maybe those two guys are next guys, and then maybe they get another guy in the draft. Who knows? But you got you got to get more playmakers on the younger side, on the defensive side of the ball. I do agree with that, 100%. William McDuffie says, lucky third-round quarterback. Hey, man, you can get a good one in the third round. Shoot, Russell Wilson was a third-round pick, I think. I mean, you can get – you can get. I'm, and by the way, I'm not advocating for Russell Wilson now. He's he's played long enough. He's His his best days are behind him. I'll put it that way. Jim says, uh, need another defensive lineman. I agree, 100%. They do need to get some more depth up front. And not just depth, but high-quality depth. 
guys who can come in and log starting snaps, whether that's Benton, whether that's first round pick this year, second round pick this year, what whatever it is. Um, I kind of did a did a long opening segment, so I'm not, I'm not going to do like a final thoughts thing today. Uh, we will talk plenty about the Super Bowl. Obviously, that doesn't you know that's not happening you know for another couple of weeks. Um, you know, this is the idle week and then next week, you know, all the, all the Super Bowl stuff will start. Um, definitely keep track, uh, on the website on, on, on DKPittsburghSports.com. uh, bookmark it, do whatever you gotta do. Uh, Corey's on his way down to mobile. Um, going to be a great time for him down there. It's always fun to go cover the senior bowl. Um, and, uh, there'll be plenty of stuff coming out of there. So definitely keep, keep tabs on, on what Corey puts in there. Um, uh, if you haven't already, go over to DKPittsburghSports.com now. We've already got something in our Steelers feed on some general takeaways from the meeting with Art Rooney today. Um, and then, you know, like I said, we're going to have a full transcript up later. Um, so, but yeah, we're going <laughs> to – Rick, my, I was just talking to my son about this. My son is very schedule-oriented, like very, very schedule-oriented. Rick says this thing where the Super Bowl is in mid-February is crazy. And I told my son he was asking when the Super Bowl is, and I told him, I was like, it's always the second Sunday in February now. And he goes, always? I was like, yeah, always the second Sunday in February. I was like, whenever it was the 16-game season, it was always the first Sunday in February. Now it's always the second Sunday in February since it's, it became a 17-game season. So, yeah, that's crazy, man, like the, with the way it is. And shoot, like it, it does kind of help a little bit because, you know, like I said, there are two major dead periods in the NFL, like throughout the entire year, you know, it comes to the NFL, um, the gap between the senior or the Super Bowl and the combine, there's not a lot going on. I mean, yeah, like you'll, you'll have coaching hires and certain things like that. So there's some things going on. The news cycle still kind of going on, but you're not going to see almost anything happen with free agency because the only players that can sign at that point is if they re-sign with their, you know, prior team. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, like you won't, you won't see too much, but it's, it's kind of dead, you know. But then the real dead part is between minicamp and training camp. There is nothing going on, and the reason why there's nothing going on is because that's when everybody in the league takes their vacations. <laughs> that's when players take their vacations. That's when players get married. If you remember last year, Kenny Pickett got married in between uh, minicamp and training camp. That's when players get married. That's when executives and coaches and everything like that they go on their vacations and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, oh, Mike in Texas. Don't even bring up the Pro Bowl, man. Like I said, I said it last week on the show, I think. I was like, the Pro Bowl is the worst all-star game in, uh, in, in sports. It's terrible. The NFL is by, by far the biggest sports league in the world, but they have the worst all-star game. It's, it's, it's terrible. They've got to, they've got to completely, they just got to tear it all down and just completely rebuild it from the brand up or from the ground up because man, the brand, like you don't even think all-star anything. Like the only time I think anything when it comes to like great players in football is just players who are voted all pro and the guys who win MVP offensive player of the year, defense player of the year, like those guys that, and that's pretty much it. Pro bowls mean nothing anymore. Tyler Huntley was a Pro Bowl quarterback last year. Come on, man. That's bad. All right. So, yeah. Uh, Jim says, remember when the Super Bowl is in mid-January? Yeah, I do. 
Uh, shoot, man. Like if you follow uh, Steel City Star on 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 uh, social media, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. It was over the weekend. It was like you know on this day they played. You know, it was when the Steelers lost to the Cowboys in Super Bowl Thirty. It was like you know here we are. You know this was you know it was you know end of January. You know, I do remember that. I'm old enough to remember some things, so I guess I am old, but I'm not old. It's fine. All right. I'm going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, i got to get some stuff done real quick and then go get the kids from school. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Corey, we're going to try to figure out logistics on how Corey can join from from uh, the Senior Bowl. Um, when he's at the stadium, uh, there is pretty much no Wi-Fi there. <laughs> uh, so if you're doing anything, it's going to be a hot spot on the phone. Uh, it's not impossible, uh, but we'll have to, we'll have to kind of see. Um, I don't remember doing anything multimedia from the field whenever I covered it last year. It's just, it, it, it is very hard logistically, but we're going to try to figure something out so that it's not just a me, a week of me solo. Uh, you guys will get real sick of me real fast. I know there's probably already people who are like, Oh God, Chris just talked by himself for 33 minutes. This is enough. Um, <laughs> so all right thanks guys appreciate it um catch you guys tomorrow however we figured this out uh for the week uh we'll, we'll get it figured out one way or the other but either way Corey's gonna bring some great stuff from mobile uh senior bowl is a fun week uh get first real look at some at some prospects coming up obviously the Steelers need to have a good draft our Rooney the second said that they needed to have another good draft they really liked what they saw from last year's rookie class so um yeah it's fun man Fun week for sure. Uh, would like it to be Super Bowl week, but hey, Senior Bowl week is a, is a good way to uh, at least it's not completely dead week. You got the Senior Bowl. So, all right. <laughs> Your favorite barber, Southern quality Corey. You know what's really funny? Really fun fact the first time I'd ever had Culver's was in Mobile while covering the Senior Bowl last year. Culver's is a, you know, really popular in, you know, obviously like Wisconsin and Ohio, like those areas. But they have a Culver's down there in Mobile. Don't ask me why, but they do. And everybody else who was down there covering the the Senior Bowl were like, "You got to have Culver's. You got to have Culver's." And I don't know why, because Culver's is freaking awesome. Um, but they they got you got you got some Southern stuff together. I think they they got Whataburger there. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they got Raising Canes there. Um, they got some Southern stuff, so it's good. All right, heading out. Catch you guys in the flippity flip. See you tomorrow. Peace out.